watching. This is Matt from The Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, guys. Hey, today is September 14th, and I am bringing it. You're like, bringing what? Bringing the daily devotion for the what? For the day. Hoo-wah! Guys, let me ask you a question. Have you been going along with life? Everything's going really well, okay? And what do we say to God? Thank you, Jesus, okay? And then out of nowhere, you felt like you just got hit with a semi-truck because something entered your life and you weren't expecting it, okay? Whether it was a tragedy, a job loss, sometimes you're getting served divorce papers. You're like, are you kidding me? I'm in the man cave. You can't divorce me. <laughs> well, I'm, I, here's the thing. I don't know what it is in your life. I can think of many things that happened in my life. I was unprepared. And I mean, it came upon so suddenly. It was like a tsunami wave, okay? And here's the thing. There was no sirens, okay? It was a tectonic shift in the ocean floor. The wave is 100 foot tall. It's coming at 200 miles an hour. And I'm sitting there putting SPF 15, laying on the beach and looking up. And I'm like, look at the seagulls. They're so pretty. There's the wave coming at me, unprepared, okay? Sometimes these things happen in our life. What are we to do about it? And what does the Word of God say? I said we're going to be in the book of Acts. We're looking at chapter 12. We're going to start with verses 2 and 3. And it reads like this. Then he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to seize Peter also. What's this text talking about? It's talking about Peter, James, and John. Okay, two of the three disciples who were the closest to Jesus. Okay, James is now dead. Okay, okay. Herod, and that's King Herod, has put James to the sword. He's dead. Can you imagine that? Peter, James, and John, perhaps they were talking the day before. Perhaps they were doing a little fishing. We don't know. We know that they were promoting the gospel of Jesus Christ. Something has come along in the life of these three, okay? And, and what's going on, okay? James is dead by the sword, okay? King Herod sees that all the Jews are so happy. Oh, yeah, he got what he deserved. He was preaching Jesus Christ is the only way. Kill him! And so that's what ends up happening, guys. He lost his life for the gospel's sake, okay? He's a martyr, okay? For the kingdom of heaven. Oh, good grief. Let's talk about his reward. Oh, we don't have enough time on the, uh, the sand discard today. You're like, Matt, what are you talking about? When you're talking about serving God, making the right decisions daily, promoting the gospel of Jesus Christ, living in holiness, okay, being separated from the world, friends, you got to realize the treasury, okay, and the things that you have waiting for you up in heaven. That's a whole nother series of devotions. Those who are living in righteousness, okay, day in, day out, among the filth and the scum of the world, like those King Herods. <sighs> Matt, breathe in and out. <sighs> I think I'm hyperventilating. All right, I think I'm okay now. So watch this very carefully. Peter's now, he's in jail, meaning he's about to suffer the same fate, okay? It's James. But this isn't how it was supposed to happen. Are you with me? I wonder if it went, when James got up that morning, if he just thought, hey, you know, I already thought about what I'm going to have for breakfast. And, you know, why don't we go over into the city? And we haven't been there very much. And let's share the gospel. Or why don't we go over here? And then in the afternoon, maybe we'll visit this person over here. You see what I'm saying? Oftentimes things in our life and we're not prepared for them. Okay, I guarantee that James, unless God revealed it to him, did not know he was going to die the day that he died, okay? And now, Peter is thrown in jail by the same crook, this same reprobate King Herod, okay? Who is what? He is the epitome of evil. He is darkness, okay? He is a living example of the depravity of man, okay? There's no good in this guy, none whatsoever, okay? But watch this. 
Here's where, our, here's where the power comes in of living in righteousness. The Bible says that the fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The church heard what happened to James. They understand Peter's incarcerated. He's in jail. He's waiting for the next thing to happen. He's waiting for the sword to fall upon him. But they start, what? Praising God, praying to God, making their petition, making their request. What ends up happening? God hears from heaven, sends an angel, okay? Let's Peter out. I love the story, and we're not going into that whole story. But what's the difference between James and Peter, well, why does one die and one live? Friends, those are questions that you and I are not going to be able to answer on this side of eternity. You need to put those questions in a file. On the outside of that file, well, what's written on it? Okay, you grabbed a Sharpie. Black. I always like black, okay? Things I will never understand until I get to heaven. Ask God, okay? We don't understand these things, okay? Friends, a lot of times we have preconceived notions. We went over this devotion last week, okay? Our expectation and the reality of life sometimes do not mesh. We don't understand God's ways. God's ways are high and lifted up, okay? We are thinking oftentimes carnally, okay? We're, we're, not, we're not on the same level as God. We don't understand why God allows one person to die and one person to live. But here's the thing. We know that, that, that God loved them equally, okay? This is Peter, James, and John. These are the inner three, okay? Now you have James and Peter. What's going on? It doesn't make sense. They weren't expecting it. And friends, there are things in life that we just are not expecting. We are sideways. And, and, and sometimes, watch this, guys. If we are not grounded, we will shake our fist at God. Wow. Well, how do you know that? Because this, I've done it. I wasn't grounded early on in my life, okay? And I didn't understand the permissive will of God. I didn't understand the decretive will of God. I didn't understand God. I didn't understand why do you do what you do? It doesn't make any sense. This person's evil. Kill that piece of trash. I mean, here's the thing. Send a lightning bolt. Blow his heart out of him. I mean, honestly, that's what we're longing for. God, take care of the evil people. Take care of the people that are walking in darkness. That's a piece of trash, okay? But I have to realize, as I'm calling him a piece of trash, I realized at one time, I was a piece of trash. I, do you understand? We're all pieces of garbage. We're all pieces of trash. We're all sinners. We're all walking in darkness up until the point that God gets a hold of us. I don't understand God's ways. Do you understand that? Friends, I'm telling you, we have rough waters ahead. And you're like, Matt, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the end days. I'm talking about the things that have been predicted for thousands of years. And now the scrolls are unraveling. And all these things that we've read about in Ezekiel, and Jeremiah, and Isaiah, and Daniel, and Revelation, we're starting to see glimpses. We're starting to see the birth pangs. We're starting to witness these things on the nightly news. And here's the thing. The Bible says that some men, they'll actually faint because their hearts give out because they can't understand what is taking place? And if there is a God, how could he allow this to happen? Let me ask you a question. Can you accept God's will when he answers no? Because I'm here to tell you, just as they were praying for Peter to get out of jail, they were also praying for James. Guys, when God says no, are you okay with it? I mean, honestly, we're in the man cave. Can you roll with it? Can you accept that God knows something that you don't? That he's smarter than you? <laughs> I mean, his sovereignty rules over all? Can you accept that? Because the church was praying for James and Peter.
God answered one request the way they prayed. Lord, let Peter get out of jail, save his life, spare his life. He has so much more ministry to do. He has so much more living to do. But they were praying those same things for James. And here's the thing. God had another purpose for what he allowed in James's life under his what? His decretive will. We don't know. Had James, his ministry, been fulfilled? Friends, I I'm here to tell you, and you may not like what I'm about to say, we're not going to live one day longer than God has decreed for us to live, okay? We have an assignment. You are indestructible. You are unstoppable and you are indestructible until God has finished the work that He wants you to accomplish and the work that He's going to accomplish in your life. But once that is fulfilled, time's up. Where are you going to be? What are you going to be doing? How close are you going to be to God? Are you in right standing with God? I mean, these are all questions that I'm thinking all the time. You know what I'm saying? Is today my last day? Have I accomplished the task? Have I run the race with endurance? Have I passed the finish line? Am I going to hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant? Am I okay when God does things that I don't like? Meaning this, am I a mature enough Christian to accept he's smarter than me? Even though I don't like what just took place, especially when God rips something out of our lives. Friends, here's the thing. This life is full of pain, it's full of sorrow, but it's also full of happiness and joy and blessings in the favor of God. We always have God's presence. Even when we enter into these situations, these seasons, that something horrible happens. God has not forsaken us. God has not left us. God is with us. He will march us through that season. And when we take our last breath in this life, he will march us into the gates of heaven. Guys, a lot of times when we're praying, we don't understand what prayer really is. Prayer isn't changing God's mind, okay? Because a lot of times we're trying, God's spoken something, we don't like it, we're fighting him. I mean, literally, we're fighting him, you know what I'm saying? We don't like what's going on. Somehow, some way in our life, and we are just continuing to pray. We heard God. God says, no, my grace is sufficient. Okay? We're like, no. <laughs> Here's the thing. Who are we to shake our hand at God? Can the creature really shake his hand at the creator and say, my way? I don't think so. Okay? Prayer doesn't change God. Prayer changes me. And you're like, what are you talking about? I'm not trying to get God to change. God's perfect. See, when I'm, when I'm grounded in Christ, when I'm where I need to be with God, I'll start understanding whatever He does is right, whether I like it or not, whether I understand it or not. He, you know what? He, he might turn your world inside out, upside down, okay, and spank you left, right, and center. Here's the thing. He's right, and if I don't agree with Him, I'm wrong, okay? When I'm praying, God is changing my will to align up with His will. In my prayer, what can I do? I can pray for wisdom. Father, give me heavenly wisdom to understand what you are allowing in my life. Give me greater grace. Help me to have mercy. Give me more love. Give me understanding. Friends, draw close to me, Lord. I need you. I am hurting on the innermost part of my being. Something has happened so terrible in my life, and I'm just crying out to you, Lord. Won't you help me? And the answer is yes. Listen, the answer is yes, but James' days, they were up. He fulfilled the task. He fulfilled his assignment to the crossing of the T and the dotting of the I. God, everything he wanted James to do, he accomplished. But Peter hadn't finished the race yet. There's more work for Peter to do. And the other disciples, okay? But realize this. All the disciples, they end up dying. Except for John. Which was what? He was on the Isle of Patmos. After what? He was boiled in hot oil by Nero. Okay? Why didn't he die? Can't die. He's indestructible. 
You're like, what are you talking about? He's unstoppable until God has finished the purpose of his life. What was the purpose? He's going to write the revelation. He's going to write about King Jesus. One of the things I think is so fascinating is this. Peter, James, and John, they knew God. They really were close to Jesus. I mean, closer than the other nine. God allowed them to go through some horrible things. If you have to go through some horrible things, or you are going through some horrible things, it's not because God doesn't love you. Okay? God absolutely does love you. Why? Why does this happen to me? Sometimes it's because of our sin nature. You've come across someone, okay, who is evil, who is full of darkness, okay, and, and they're just awful, okay? You've come across their path and, and they've done something, okay? Sometimes God allows something else in your life. We don't understand. Maybe God's trying to get something out of you. Maybe God's trying to mature you, okay? I don't know what God's doing in your life, and half the time I don't know what He's doing in my life, but I've learned this. Throw off the white flag and surrender and say, help me, Lord. See, I used to fight what God was doing in my life when I started suffering a little bit, but now I just throw myself prostrate at God and I say, Lord, I need help. I'm not trying to fight what he's doing. I realize this couldn't happen in my life unless he allowed it. So what am I doing? I'm running to the arms of Jesus. Help me through this. Give me wisdom. Give me the strength. I'm only so strong, Lord. I need your strength, okay? I need your resolve. I need your zeal. Give me everything I need. Give me forgiveness for that person. Give me love for that person. Help me to be a man of grace. Help me to be what you are. You know what I learned? Don't plead with God for yes when he's already said no. Ask him to change you. Lord, help me. Change me. Redirect my will. Redirect my passions. Redirect my desires. Help me to understand. See, if here's the thing. If you thought like God thought, you would understand this. The moment James took his last breath here, he took his first breath in heaven. <gasps> Friends, do you understand that the pain and the suffering and the sorrow that we go through in this life is nothing to be compared to what we will experience in heaven. Nothing. Friends, imagine this. All the tears that you and I have shed. All the sorrows we've endured. All the pain that we've gone through. All the tears are wiped away. By who? By God. Can you imagine God himself walk, walking up to you? No more tears. It's all going to be okay. Do you understand? I want to leave you with this. It's all going to be okay. You understand what I'm saying? Listen very carefully. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you experience in this life, it's all going to be okay because of Him and what He's already done for you and for me. Okay? You with me? We need not to fret. We need not to fear. We, we don't have to have sorrow overwhelm us. We need to draw close to God. We need to understand God's ways. And when God allows something in our life that we don't understand, we draw nigh to God. We don't throw rocks at God. We don't shake our fists at God. God, God, God. That's not smart. God loves you. Why would I shake my fist at someone who loves me, who protects me, who sustains me, who provides for me, okay, who's jealous over me, who knows better for me than I know for myself? Do you understand? That's the last person. I, here's the thing. Shake your fist at your enemy, which is the devil, but never shake your fist at Almighty God who loves you and wants to take care of you. He has your best interest at heart. You're just not smart enough to understand it. Okay, You're just not smart enough to accept it. God knows what he's doing, okay? You and I sometimes, we absolutely don't, okay? Roll with him. You'll never lose. Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave.